sack Is that all you get for your money? And if that's what you have in mind Yeah, that's what you're all about Good luck moving up Cause I'm moving out Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate Team here in the studios of KTOK. And on the line, we've got Becky Ivins. Good morning, Becky. Good morning. You know where I am today, don't you? Becky is at the Second Half Expo, and she will be be participating in a panel starting at 9 a.m. Is that correct, Becky? Well, we have our keynote speaker at 9 o'clock, and then at, I think it's uh, maybe 9.30 or 9.45, we've got a panel of what they're calling thought leaders. Uh, Didn't know I was a leader of thought, but but I'm on the panel, and uh, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to be talking about downsizing and when you need to downsize, how do you know when it's time? And how do you get started? The downsizing process is usually not a 30-day event. It typically is a couple of years. So we'll tell you how to get started, how do you know when to start, and uh, what the steps are, and how we might be able to help you with that. And that is at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum. It's all day today, 8.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., and it's just a fantastic event they have the stage there again, right, with all the performers? They do. They're, they're actually a main stage, and then there is the entertainment stage. So if you feel like you don't want to walk around anymore uh, and you need a little bit of rest, you can sit out in the grand hallway, and there are chairs set up for you and some really good entertainment all day long. So the focus of Second Half Expo is everything for the 50-plus generation. So if you or a family member is at that point in life and it is, there is lots of resources, lots of things about health and wellness, uh, lots of things that would just make life more enjoyable. And there's plenty of booths, wonderful things, wonderful performance going on. And you can go Visit Becky. You can visit the Movers Real Estate Becky Ivins team booth. We will be out there as soon as this ends. I'll be heading out there myself, and we'll have a wonderful day. So please come by and say hello. Well, yeah, and it starts at eight thirty. It's free. Uh, the parking is free. The vendors are parking in the very, very far places to leave spaces for our guests to come in and park a little bit closer. Uh, it's I mean, and if you're one of the active seniors, there's lots of things for you. There's vacations and cruises and uh, places to eat uh, that are highlighted at this expo. So if you want more information, you you can go to secondhalfexpo.com. So this morning we have in studio with me and is Matt McLean, our favorite from SWBC Mortgage. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Becky. Good morning, Matt. Do you know what I'd like to hear you talk a little bit about today? Uh-oh. Uh, well, the thing is, the uh, when you downsize, you usually buy something a little bit less expensive or a little bit newer. You might make a lateral financial move, but a lot of people buy cash or they have a 
huge amount of equity out of their home and they can buy an assumption. So I would love to hear you talk about assuming a low interest loan. Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. And, and interestingly enough, Becky, we're, we're beginning to hear um, the assumption term. It's, it's been around forever, right? Um, but with yes, what sir. occurred the last two, two and a half years and, you know, historically low interest rates, we're, we're, beginning, to, uh, we're beginning to hear it again. Well, because there are a few loans, not many. But there are some loans that you can assume and actually get that 3% interest if you have enough equity to purchase the home. Right. Very good point. And, um, you know, typically the, the loans that are assumable are your government loans. So that would be an FHA loan, a VA loan, and a USDA loan. A very, very small percentage of loans, of conventional loans, may be assumable, but it's um, it, it's unlikely. How so, about the 184, the Native American loan? Is that assumable? It is. Um, yeah, it falls under the FHA category, so it would be assumable as well. Great. Okay, well, let's talk about how to do that, okay? Let's do it. So I'll let's, see you guys at the second half expo. Uh I'm going to go ahead and hang up, let you guys do your thing, and uh, come on out at 8.30 is when we start. So listen to the radio on your way in. I'll see you at 9 o'clock. See you soon, Becky. Uh, Thank you, Becky. So, yeah, Mark, let's let's talk assumptions, shall we? Um, And I guess probably we ought to start with, you know, kind of a definition of assumption. That's exactly where I wanted to start. What does it mean to assume a loan? So I'm I'm going to read a definition and then maybe perhaps we'll dig into it a little bit. How does that sound? So an assumable mortgage is a financing arrangement that allows a buyer to take over the outstanding mortgage and existing terms from a property seller. This allows the buyer to purchase a home without having to open up a new mortgage, they're assuming the existing mortgage, while especially while especially favorable when interest rates are high and the existing mortgage has a low rate. Assumable mortgages are limited to certain loan types. We'll talk about that in more detail. And each has its own qualifying terms. So there's always my big question for it is how hard is it to qualify to assume one of these loans? Yeah, so it's from a from a credit qualification perspective, it's it's equally challenging, right? And what I mean by that is you're gonna credit qualify for a new mortgage and you're going to credit qualify for um, for the assumption as well. The when is you may not, and it's highly likely you will not have to do an appraisal. Because there's already equity right. in the home. Already equity in the home. So the, the lender is still comfortable with. Has been established previously yeah. by yeah. the current homeowner. So does your credit score have to be higher to get one of these, or is it is there a different criteria no, not not necessarily. It doesn't have to be higher, but you can't reach the minimum credit score, which, for instance, on an FHA loan would be a 580. Yeah. 
Um, but, you know, credit score certainly isn't the factor or the variable that it would be on a new home loan, but it, it, is, a, it is a factor and it is evaluated. Okay. Well, let's go over that. So the, the, you mentioned VA and the native 184. So do you have to be a veteran in order to assume a VA loan? Great question. Uh, so we'll start with, with the VA loan program. Um, and the answer to that question is no. You do not have to – the buyer does not have to be a veteran to assume a VA loan. Now, here's the issue for your clients if you're, if you're on the listing side of the transaction. That veteran will not give up. They'll still be tied to their entitlement to their VA eligibility. So you have a non-veteran buyer buying a veteran's home and assuming the loan. That seller, that veteran, will not give up their eligibility. So it will go with the property that could impact them on down the road in the event that they wanted to do a VA loan. All right. So the the veteran then could not do another VA loan or can do another VA loan afterwards. Uh, it, it's circumstantial, but it's highly probable they won't be able they to. They won't do be able to. Loan. That the right. eligibility stays with the stays home. with the assumable loan. Okay. Correct. If it is assumed by that by a non-veteran. By a non if it's assumed <laughs> by, by a, a veteran, veteran, then that is not an issue. And it's not an issue with it. When we come back, this is really good stuff. As you watch the interest rates have gone up, it's very important that you that you understand these assumable loans. It's going to be a factor. When we come back with Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're here with Matt McLean, and we're talking about assumable mortgages. And Matt, why don't you go ahead and give your license number? License number 1197740. I want to come back to the VA uh, assumable loan because I want to make sure we're clear about this. Now, a veteran has one eligibility in their lifetime that they basically they have as theirs. And if they um, give it over to someone who assumes their loan, they give up their eligibility until that loan's paid off. If the assumptor, if the individual, if the buyer assuming the loan is not a veteran, then the veteran selling the home under an assumable loan program will will give up their eligibility or it will stay tied to that VA loan that he or she is selling. So once that loan is paid off, do they become eligible? They would. Again. Yes. Yes. Got. It. Gotcha. Right. It's great. Now, <clears throat> native 184 loans. Not a lot of people are really familiar familiar with these loans. What is a native 184 loan and is it different as far as assumability? It's not different. Um the the 184 loan program wraps up under the FHA loan program, and it is a program that is available to Native Americans, and it is typically tied to um, to tribal land, to to whatever tribe and 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 the land that is associated with that tribe. It's a good loan program, zero down payment. Um, there are some other credit qualification benefit, but it ultimately wraps up under the FHA loan program. 
Okay, so very similar right. to what the VA loan assumable is also. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, credit qualifying, um, but the loan is assumable. Okay. Then USDA. USDA is um, is a rural loan program, so it is it is associated with smaller rural communities. For instance, Guthrie. There are pockets of Guthrie that fall into that category. There are pockets south of of Norman that fall into it. So really, outside of your major metro. Uh, metropolitan areas, then USDA is a good loan option, similar to a VA loan, similar to the 184. There's a zero down payment associated with it. There are some other benefits in terms of mortgage insurance premium, both upfront and and monthly. But yes, it it falls into into the assumability category as well. Now, is there qualifications about the land that makes it USDA? Yeah, it, actually there is, and um, there's a model that we as a lender can access and actually consumers can access as well, and you, you literally type in the property address, and it will tell you whether or not it falls um, falls under the USDA umbrella. So does that property have to be used for agricultural purposes, like raising things or yeah, that, good, you know, farm good nature? So, um, no, it, it, this is really outside of the USDA ag program. This is the USDA home loan program, and it is strictly for the purchase of, of single-family residences. So how does someone, a consumer, you know, as, as like through the years – um, as interest rates go up, these assumable loans become something that is very popular. How does someone know whether it's an assumable loan or not? Yeah, great question. So, you know, your your typical consu- consumer uh, probably doesn't, although they, they signed a disclosure at closing that, that disclosed to them that their loan is assumable. But, um, you know, you as a realtor and, and representing your client – it is. Um, it's. It's best to, um, to to determine who the servicer is on the loan, and go to that servicer, and ask for an assumption package, and that servicer will in turn mail that package to your seller to your client, and it will be very detailed in terms of steps and what information is needed. What do you see as you're seeing more of these assumptions begin to happen? What are the, some of the biggest hurdles or misconceptions? Yeah, good question. So, I mean, let, let's just let, let's kind of have an example, if, if you will, right? So you have a client that is selling their home, and two years ago they bought that home, let's say, for $200,000, and they bought it under an FHA loan program at an interest rate of 2.5%, for instance. Today, FHA interest rates are around 7.5%. So there is significant value in that lower rate versus today's market rate. However, your client also has paid down their debt, right? So let's say they paid that $200,000 loan down to one hundred ninety. And then you've done what you do, and you've determined that the value of their home is two hundred and thirty thousand. So we now have what a forty thousand dollar equity gap 
right? 190. Right. So we're at so now now the wheels start turning and you're looking at a pretty significant down payment, right? Difference in what you sell right. the home for. Yep. And and uh, the assumable loan amount. So yeah. yeah, large down payment many many times. Okay, so they have to come in with that $40,000 to pay to the point that the mortgage is, then they assume that mortgage from that point on. So it, they have to have the cash or the means to pay the gap. That is correct. Okay. That is correct. That would be it. For a yeah. lot of people, that would be the biggest hurdle within that. Absolutely. Yeah. There Is there any... Um, I mean, there's there's no other thing that you can do except to bring that cash. Um, you, you know, a, a, another option may be uh, what we call a, a, a piggyback or a second mortgage to, to fill the gap of, yeah. of that forty thousand dollars, and that certainly is an option as well. Certainly, it's an option to do to do that. Now, and go ahead. Matt. Something else I want to mention, and just full disclosure. You're you're not looking at a 30 day close time on an assumption, um, and as, as painful as it is for me to admit it, that would even be with SWBC. They they simply do not process and close in 30 days, and and you're you're typically looking at somewhere a window somewhere between 30 and 60 days. So you know that factors in as well with your with your sellers. Is that just because it's a government backed loan, so it has to go through more processes? It, it is, and and you're dealing with the servicer, right? The servicing side of that lender, yeah. they're not accustomed to processing loans. They're not accustomed to underwriting loans. So you know, there's just some additional layers of, of process. If you want to join the conversation today, you can give us a call at 405-840-1000. That's 405-840-1000. Now, the FHA assumable loan, is it different than the others? Because uh, we've talked USDA, we've talked Native 184. Um, not not necessarily. I mean, uh, you know, the credit qualifications may differ somewhat, but not significantly. You're still going to have to credit qualify for either the FHA, the VA, or the USDA. Okay. Okay. Um, so you mentioned the interest rate at seven and a little over seven. I did. So it's kind of been in that seven range. We saw it go above uh, didn't it pop up to about seven and almost seven yeah, and a half? Yeah, it, it did. Um, and you know, I, I, you guys probably hear we hear it. This this occasionally is is a blocker for consumers, right? Well, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait on interest rates to come down, and and um, I don't have a crystal ball. Our team does not have a crystal ball. But what I can tell you is that the majority of the experts. Right. I met with a financial planner last week and we talked a lot about this subject and it's his personal opinion, uh, his company's opinion that we're going to be in this interest rate environment for several years. So those of you that want to buy a home and you're putting it off thinking that rates are going to go down, you're running the risk of rates actually going up. And it could be years before we see an interest rate environment. I don't think we'll ever see a rate environment that we experienced two, three years ago, but lower interest rates than where they are today. Yeah. And and if you're a consistent listener to this program, you know we've been talking about this, about 
how it is through the decades we see this up and down rise because uh, really this is a long-term – it's not a sprint. It's a marathon when it comes to interest rates. It is, and um, uh, yeah, it, it just it, – unfortunately, I hate, I hate this analogy, but it is what it is, right? And this is where we are today. And um, if, if you're thinking about buying a home, then your best option is to sit down with Dean or I and, and let's let's look at the different loan programs when we'll discuss the options that are available. Yeah, and that's where there is lots of prognostication over where we're going to go. And there's it's true, no one really knows. It's it's been especially over the past couple of years, it's been uncharted waters for all of us uh, in our communities. Yeah. But here's what we do know through the years is that real estate has been the consistent investment in home ownership has been the biggest thing to help people gain wealth, gain stability, build great families. And that is not changing. It's going to be that. Absolutely. And we're here to ride with you through it. So we'll be back with more after this on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. As a real estate investor, I look for sharp agents who really know their market. Agents who do so much business, they can find me the right investment property and sell it for the most money without drama. When I need real estate advice in Oklahoma City, I call Becky Ivins. Her innovative marketing attracts hundreds of buyers every month, which creates more demand for your home, selling it faster and for more money. She guarantees to sell on your timeline or she'll buy it. Call the agent I trust, Becky Ivins, and avoid the drama. We all like to save money, and State Farm can help you with discounts. When you combine your car insurance with State Farm homeowner's insurance, you get big savings. So talk to your neighborhood State Farm agent and experience the good neighbor service that has made State Farm America's number one insurance company. Together, they can make sure you get the discounts you deserve and coverage you need. Call Brad Russell at 947-2812. Once again, 947-2812. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Joe McKinney with McKinney Investments, and I'm here to talk about Robbins Roofing. They're reliable. They're honest. They're not a fly-by-night group. They're here for the long haul. They've hit the mark every time with what they've said they're going to do at the price that they said they were going to do it and the time frame that they said they can do it. I couldn't recommend any other roofing company anymore than I can Robbins Roofing. For roofing at its very best, trust R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Visit RobbinsRoofingInc.com. CIB number OKA 0000251. News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team, and it's time for our word of the day. Word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. You can give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Matt McLean with SWBC Mortgage. Our word of the day is assumable. 
It is a assumable mortgage, and I am going to give the definition of assumable mortgage. An assumable mortgage is a financing arrangement that allows a buyer to take over the outstanding mortgage in existing terms from a property seller. So you're taking over the mortgage, the rate associated with that mortgage, and the remaining term with that mortgage. So we walked through the different mortgages that have this. The most, probably the most common one I would think would be the VA. I mean, that is is what I hear more often than not. VA and FHA. Yeah. I would agree. Okay. Is assumable. Now, what happens if the veteran doesn't want to give up their eligibility to do another VA loan? Because if they, someone assumes during the sell that VA eligibility stays with that house then? Yeah, yeah, great question. So um, if a veteran does not want to give up their eligibility, then they need to sell under the assumption to another veteran that has eligibility availability. So then that veteran's eligibility would be would with the home and then the seller. Selling a veteran and they can go with you go. guys and buy another home under a VA loan program. It's great. And this is why we love SWBC is because you can sit down, you can have these conversations, you can talk about what works best and really build a strategy for what works best. Now, right. we haven't really talked about the conventional loans. There are some conventional loans that yeah, are assumable that most are not. Is that very, correct? Yeah, I would say 99% of conventional loans are not assumable. Um, that's something that was disclosed to the buyer at closing with a disclosure document. But yeah, you're correct. If you did a conventional loan and you've done a conventional loan recently, then it is likely not assumable. Okay. So if somebody doesn't know whether their mortgage is assumable or not, how do they find out? They need to contact their servicer. So wherever they're making their payments or to whomever they're making their payments, they need to reach out to that company and ask those questions. And if they determine that it is assumable and if they want to sell um, their home under an assumable loan program, then there's a package that that servicer will mail to to uh, to the client. Okay. So uh, if you want to join the conversation, you can give us a call at 405-840-1000, As the interest rates have risen, we start to hear about buy-downs. We do. Um, There's there's two um, programs that you hear about. You hear about adjustable rate loans, and you hear about what we call um, temporary buy-downs. And they're distinctively different, okay? But I think for this segment, we want to talk about a buy-down loan program. Correct? Let's start with buy-down. Okay. So um, a buy-down program is an option to offer the buyer a lower interest rate. And it might be a one-year term of lower interest rate or it may be a two-year term. So Let's go back to an example, okay, Mark? Um, and again, I, I want to be very clear, this is not an adjustable rate loan program. Um, it, it, it is a program whereby the buyer can get a discounted rate for one or two years. Typically, we see what we call a 2-1 buy-down, and it's a two-year buy-down. So back to the rate example. 
We're at a current market rate, for instance, of let's say 7.5%. Year one, the discounted rate would be down to 5.5%. Okay? Year two, the rate would be 6.5%. Now, what is happening here is there's a cost associated with the buy-down program, and that cost is the difference in principal and interest payment, right? So you have a, a principal and interest payment associated with the 7.5% rate. You have one associated with the 5.5% the and, and the 6.5%. It's the difference in the amount of that principal and interest payment. We take those funds and we put them in a subsidy account. And as the client – as the buyer, as the new homeowner, they begin making payments. We pull from that subsidy account, and we pay uh, the total principal payment. So what's the big advantage to doing a buy, buy down? A, a lower payment. A lower payment in year one, significantly lower, and a lower payment in year two. So if, if um, and, and we're beginning to see traction, particularly on the higher price points, right, where at a 7.5 rate, the consumer's going whoa whoa whoa, um, but you know we can we can we can put those numbers in front of them and give them the option of a lower rate and in this theory that we're going to be out of the rate environment in X number of years and then perhaps they have an option of doing something else refinancing or whatever the case may be. That that was going to be my next question was how does if they go back and do refinancing because they have part of this is in like some. As, as basically escrow account. Yeah, subsidy or in. an escrow account. Yeah, yeah great question. Um, so if they have funds in that subsidy account, then they can use those funds to pay some of their closing costs associated with the refinance. With the refinance right. of going on. Right. Wow. Now, are you seeing that a lot or is it? We are, we are definitely beginning to. You know, it's funny, Mark. I mean, you and I have been doing this for a long time, Becky as well. And, and buy-downs were very, very popular, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, but, you know, we haven't heard this term in a long, long time. Well, we're beginning to now, um, and, and we're seeing traction throughout the country. Our, our, our company is seeing traction throughout the country. Now, it's buy-down and points. Those are two terms I hear. Are they different or the same thing? Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, there, there is some correlation because there is an expense associated with buying down the rate. There is an expense w- associated with buying. Uh, th- I'm sorry. There's an expense associated with the buy-down program, and there's oh. an expense associated with buying down the rate. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're different. Two different programs. Right. So this is important as far as just knowing the terms and knowing uh, yeah. what you're – kind of getting into. Absolutely. And and that's why you, you have to find a lender that's going to educate you and going to go over the, all the options that are available to you. Uh, I got a text from Becky that's saying that we have three VIP <coughs> tickets to give away to the Second Half Expo. So if you would like to attend the Second Half Expo, the VIP tickets give you access to the coffee and the snack area and give you direct access in. And so if you would call in, we will put you on the list, and you can pick up the ticket as you go right there to the Second Half Expo. It is at the Western Heritage Museum. And big change this year is that your ticket um, will include 
access to the rest of the museum. Very um, nice. That's a really a nice, nice feature because you go in and you start to see. And uh, so I'm excited today about going in. Unbelievable and to facility. See, yeah, getting to see that. So with um, how do you determine whether someone needs to do a buy-down system? Like you know, it, it, it's really um, uh, it's it's really based on the consumer, right? Now, you know, something that I didn't share, and I probably should have, the the expense or setting up the subsidy account. So the expense setting up that account can only be paid by the seller. If there's a builder involved, it can be paid by the builder or the lender can pay the buy-down expense, but the buyer cannot. They cannot fund the expense associated with the buy-down, the costs associated with the buy-down. So seller, right, um, uh, builder, if there's a builder involved, or the lender. Okay, so family member can't, friend. No, 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 no. It, it cannot cannot be a, a gift, Cannot so be speak. a gift associated right. with that. Right. No, I, I tell you, Mark, what we're beginning to hear is that, um, you know, somebody is working with you and they put their home on the market at, at a certain price and perhaps maybe they're not seeing some activity. Now, I'm getting into your lane, so you please, you know, correct me if I take a wrong turn. But, you know, at some point you have a discussion, well, should we drop the the listing price? Well, why not say, hey, why don't we advertise a 2-1 buy-down? that we have this available and anybody buying your property can start out with a five or five and a half percent interest rate. Now it's going, you're going to have to pay for that, Yeah. but you might get that sales price that perhaps you, you know, you're trying to achieve. Yeah. And we are starting to see, uh, you know, for a long time we had, we saw seller concessions just went away. You know, you didn't have seller paying buyers closing costs. You didn't have seller buying, um, uh, the home service agreements, and we're seeing all those things come back, um, which is what I want to tell everybody. It's a normal, normal. market. Yeah. That is what exactly. is normal. <laughs> Previous couple years has been the abnormal. We're back to healthy neighborhoods, good homes, and all these different things that we need to talk about. And we'll be talking about more when we come back on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Never bought a home before? Where do you start? Start with us. First Liberty Bank is a local community bank with branches in Oklahoma City and Norman, offering competitive mortgage rates with superior service. Our experts are here to guide you through the process every step of the way so you can find the perfect place to call home. With interest rates nearing all-time historical lows, our staff of caring mortgage professionals are ready to help you take the next step in your home buying journey. Call us today at 405 60 Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's no fun missing out on the home you love or having to settle for something less just because you couldn't sell your own home quickly. I'm Barbara Corcoran. I've worked with thousands of successful real estate agents. Let me help you choose the right agent so this doesn't happen to you. If you're buying or selling in central Oklahoma, call Becky Ivins because she offers an immediate cash offer and can help you find great homes before they hit the market. Partner with the right agent. Go to BeckyIvins.com and start packing. News Radio 1000.
KTOK. We all like to save money, and State Farm can help you with discounts. When you combine your car insurance with State Farm homeowner's insurance, you get big savings. So talk to your neighborhood State Farm agent and experience the good neighbor service that has made State Farm America's number one insurance company. Together, they can make sure you get the discounts you deserve and coverage you need. Call Brad Russell at 947-2812. Once again, 947-2812. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, you frustrated because you're trying to sell your home, but all you're getting are excuses? Hey, Sean Hannity here to tell you about a great American right in your backyard who can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to, or she'll have it bought for cash. I'm talking about Becky Ivins of Movers Real Estate. Now, she services the entire Oklahoma City area. She has a system that outmarkets and outsells 99% of agents in Oklahoma City. Now, I've talked to a lot of agents and invested millions of dollars into real estate, so believe me, I know one mistake can mean losing a lot of money. Becky spends thousands of dollars every month to attract hundreds of buyers, which helps homes sell fast and for the most money. Now, you risk nothing because if at any point you're not happy, well, you can get out of the contract free and clear and pay nothing. But trust me, that's not going to happen. Call Becky Ivins now, 722-3232, 722-3232, or check out her reviews online at BeckyIvins.com. That's BeckyIvins.com. And consider your home sold. Hi, I'm Joe McKinney with McKinney Investments, and I'm here to talk about Robbins Roofing. They're reliable. They're honest. They're not a fly-by-night group. They're here for the long haul. They've hit the mark every time with what they've said they're going to do at the price that they said they were going to do it and the time frame that they said they can do it. I couldn't recommend any other roofing company any more than I can Robbins Roofing. For roofing at its very best, trust R-O-B-B-I-N-S. Visit RobbinsRoofingInc.com. CIB number OKA 0000251. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're here in studio with Matt McLean and Becky Ivins is at the Second Half Expo. She's getting ready for the keynote speaker to speak there, and then she's participating in a panel. But it's time for our smoking hot deal. Hot, hot, hot. Our smoking hot deals brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn, and on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and newly opened in Yukon on Main Street, right as you enter down the 39th Expressway, uh, right there on the north side of the street. Wonderful. Uh, my wife and I went and ate there, and I actually had something I'd never had before there, which I thought I'd had some. I thought I had everything <laughs> on the menu before. But it was this um, this Mexican style steak mm. that was really thinly sliced and was beautiful. Yeah. I'm getting making myself hungry there. Their food is absolutely wonderful. So our smoking hot deal is a newly uh, priced adjusted home that we have, have on the market on Quail Creek. It's one one five zero zero Quail Creek Road, so it's just south of 122nd. Um, on Quail Creek Road, uh, it is listed at five hundred thousand. It's a four bedroom, uh, two and a half bath. Uh, that is twenty six hundred square feet. Then listen to this. Plus, it has a five hundred foot separate apartment. So, if you have a multi generational home, you're caretaking. We're talking about the second half expo. 
or if you have a uh, needing a separate home office space, it has a separate entrance to that uh, that is an attached apartment. It stylistically looks like it's completely part of the home, and it has its own entrance. It's a beautiful, beautiful home on a nice corner lot. Uh, you can go to BeckyIvans.com, click on search listings. You'll see it right there. You can give our office a call at 722-3232, set up your own showing, and um, it's, or you can go to BeckyIvans.com and do the virtual walkthrough. It's a beautiful home. So that is our smoking Hot Deal brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill. Here with Matt McLean from SWBC Mortgage, we've been talking about different Types of loans and assumable loans and buy downs. Now, are the qualifications for buy down different than the qualifications just for mortgage? What are the qualifications? Yeah, probably the the one the um, the, the one issue I need to address uh, or at least provide is that uh, under a buy down loan program, we are qualifying the buyer at the current market rate. So if, you know, today, seven, seven and a half percent, whatever that rate is today, then that's the rate that they'll be qualified at. They'll still benefit from the buy down rates, right, and lower payment, but we're qualifying them at the the market rate. Okay. So then that qualification will be higher than what the buy down point is. Correct. Is that correct? That is correct. Right. Yeah. So with that, it's be important to, to understand that with it. Okay. Absolutely. All right, so I want to touch on something that I get asked over and over again because as interest rates, the tide is rising, people looking for all different ways, and I get asked about adjustable rate mortgages all the time over, you know, whether we're going to see those more because we haven't seen them in the past couple of years. I mean, they just right. haven't been available. Yeah, no need, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so where are we at with adjustable rate mortgages? Good question. And, and we, we hear it as well. Um, and you know, it, it's a little bit of a complicated issue, Mark, but I'm going to try and explain it. Um, the the bottom line is, um, adjustable rate mortgage value or pricing, um, is, is, is just not there. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, our mortgage rates are um, each have what we call an associated value with them, right? So there, there's a price associated with those rates. On an adjustable rate mortgage, there's a significant premium associated with them. So if you do today an adjustable rate mortgage, you're going to pay probably two to three discount points along with that adjustable rate mortgage. Wow, that's a rate. hefty. Yeah, it, it's significant. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are people a lot smarter than me that figure it out, but um, I, I think the market believes that, that um, you know, that adjustable rate mortgage will refinance at a, at a more rapid clip than maybe a fixed rate mortgage. So they're trying to get the premium up front on that on that loan program or the, that rate program. Yeah. So you're just not seeing a lot of these make sense. We're not for seeing a lot. Of, we, we get a lot of questions, but when we, we get into the woods with the client, it just economically does not yeah, make sense. It doesn't make sense. And right. that's, that's the key is to get in what really makes sense right. for that client Absolutely. with it. We have Sandra on the line. Good morning, Sandra. 
Hi. Well, I just heard that Becky is giving away passes, VIP passes today, but <laughs> that's why I'm calling. Well, perfect. Well, thank you. Is it Sandra or Sandra? Which way is it? Sandra. Sandra. I love it. Okay, Sandra, hang on the line, and we will have tickets marked for you as you go into uh, into the Second Half Expo. We'll have them at the front there for you. Thank you for All calling right. in, Sandra. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. All right. So as we kind of land the plane here with where we've been, um, you know, the the importance of knowing the different types of loan, where can they go to find out that kind of information? If just because some of this can seem just overwhelming. It can be. And, um, you know, what what Dean and I consistently recommend is that you come into the office and we sit down and we will go over in detail the loan program options that are available to you. And if you go to their website, one of the things I love with your guys is you have lots of different loan calculators. They can sit there and, and play around with, all right, how much house can I afford? Right. What is it at the right. different rates? And so what's the website they should go to? I think it's deanriddellhomeloans.com. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Or mattmcleanhomelending.com. Yep. Either one will get you Either to, one will get to the- where you need to be in the information that perhaps you're seeking. And if you didn't write that down in the nanosecond in which I announced it, you can simply go to BeckyIvans.com, click on Becky's favorites. You'll see it right there on the right-hand side, and you'll see SWBC right at the top. That will get you there in the, in the handy-dandy uh, tools that are, that are there for, with them. So um, the, the big thing with – so the big thing with assumable loans is knowing whether your – Loan is assumable right. or not. Right. And then basically just going through the right steps. And, and yeah, so what, what's required for that uh, assumable loan? So, again, um, if, if you're questioning whether or not your loan's assumable or you want to know the, the detailed requirements associated with it, go to your servicer, and your servicer is where you're making your payments. Yeah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so as as we look kind of down the road, um, the different parts of – so we're not seeing adjustable rate mortgages really happening a whole lot. Um, we're in this part of assumable loans are coming down, buy-downs mm-hmm. are a part. And is all of this abnormal from – from your perspective, or is it just kind of this is just the way it's been through the years? No, you know, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. We were in an abnormal environment the last two, three years. So yeah. we are transitioning into a normal environment today. That's what I just have to talk to people about. Don't panic. Like we have sellers because things are taking – uh, they're no longer selling in two or three days. They're selling right. in 21 days right now. For the is is the average market. I had uh, someone here I was talking with of like for their particular. They were in a higher price point. The average was 30 to 45 days in their particular neighborhood. And we just walked through and went. You know, after one week on the market, you don't panic. This right. is, this is normal. This is what it used to be. Um, we're going to be in this for a little bit. So, just have a good realtor. Have a good mortgage person. 
Sandra, you need to call me back. You hung up before I could get your information. Oh, Sandra, call us back so we can get you your tickets. Thank you all for listening and being with us on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Yeah.